Oh, we got Reed Wallach. Oh, wow. oh, we got man. Reed Wallach. Look at that. Reed, how are you doing, buddy? Yeah, you know, I got a nice Friday night planned. I'm watching the, uh, the basketball team play a little bit, the Brooklyn Nets, and then I'm going to head out and enjoy myself and not get stressed about this team anymore. And, uh, you know, that's a typical Friday. Then we got a big college football slate on Saturday. Yes, Huge. we do. Reed. Uh, Reed, in your estimation, does Kyrie Irving play another game in a Nets uniform? Um, I mean, listen, obviously it's like a complicated thing. If I were to like set odds right now, I would probably go towards like, no, minus 150, like 60% chance he does and 40% chance he does. I just think that um, the team really is kind of just over it, fed up with it as a fan, um, regardless of like, you know, my personal beliefs and stuff. I'm kind of over it also. The guy has messed this whole thing up time and time again that kind of just like, what's the point? It's not like the team is any good, right? Like, if they were like nine and oh, and he did something and he had another episode, like maybe, uh, but like, this is like a little too far and the team is bad. That I'm kind of leaning towards, like, what's the point? You know, this guy has messed it up too many times. Yeah. Reed, I had Durant's over 34 and a half points tonight. Was that a good bet? I mean, do you think KD's going to score like 35, 40 points moving forward, or are these other guys going to get involved for Brooklyn and it's going to be like a more balanced scoring attack? And are they going to trade him? Yeah, so I think I looked at his uh, his points, rebounds, and assists pro tonight. It, obviously, it's like smoked out the wazoo. Like I, I took 45 and a half the other night with Kyrie playing. Now it's 48 and a half. I mean, that's just a crazy number. But that being said, to get to Ryan's question, I do think ultimately they trade him. I think that he's going to ball out right now. He's going to play super well. He's going to be the only real threat on this team. And he's going to get crazy numbers, you know, something north of 30 points, you know, seven rebounds, seven assists. I think that's going to be the norm for him. And then eventually he's going to get traded. He's going to try and play his value up that a team that, you know, really believes that they could contend, whether it's, you know, a team like the Pelicans or the Suns that they have to give up extra because, like, look at what Durant's doing. I mean, he's going off right now. Yeah, yes, he, is. he is. He's he is literally hey, balling, hooping. Reed, I want to yeah, talk I mean, about. No, I mean, he's unbelievable. Reed, hey, hey, if it makes you feel any better, my football team sucks, so we could be miserable together. We're brutal. <laughs> Never going to see another World Series. My baseball team's also atrocious. But uh, we're talking with Reed Wallach. You could uh, find his work with BetSided. I got to ask you about what I actually care about, and that's college football this weekend. So we know well, everybody's going to be on Tennessee. I'm waiting. Do you think we get a? You think we get a seven and a half, seven with Georgia a little bit closer to kickoff? And are you with me on Georgia this weekend? A sleeping giant right now. Uh, yes, I am with you on Georgia. I bet it. Um, Already you did? I, I, it, seems, it seems like the money came in today on Georgia. I saw a few seven and a halfs, and then it started moving back towards eight and a half, nine. So probably never getting seven and a half, never getting a flat seven for sure. That would get gobbled up. Um, listen, like maybe Tennessee is the best team in the country, and maybe they are this LSU-like team from 2019. I just, uh, listen, I make this game 10. I think that there's another gear for Georgia to get to. I think that, you know, the strength of schedule test, that's not their fault. They've Their numbers, their pressure rate doesn't look as good because they're playing third-string guys all the time. And I ultimately think Georgia plays this game on their terms and they win something in the neighborhood of, like, 42 to 27. And, I'll, and maybe Tennessee has a backdoor chance at the end, but I think Georgia slams the door shut on this one. I think they're the the better team, and they prove it on Saturday. Man, I can't wait to watch it tomorrow. Reed, I'm, awesome. I'm in yeah. this pool. I need to pick my three favorite college football games of the weekend, and I'm conflicted between whether I want to go with Texas minus 2.5 against Kansas State or Kansas in a pick 
against Oklahoma State. Do you have any thoughts on either of those games, and do you like either of those sides? Well, I guess I'll answer with Kansas because I like Kansas State more. I like Kansas State over Texas, but I really like Kansas over Oklahoma State. This is setting up for a really, really uh, great spot for the Jayhawks. I guess you could do a little, uh, what's, what are they, the Sunflower State? You could do a Sunflower State parlay. I think that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> I like I like the Jayhawks. They're coming off a bye. It looks like Jalen Daniels is going to be able to play their dynamic quarterback. Uh, he got hurt. They're five and zero in games that he plays all sixty minutes. So he's going to come back. They're off a bye. Oklahoma State. They played five games in October. They're gas yeah. right now. Spencer Sanders is banged up. He's been banged up. There's a chance he doesn't play. And then Mike Gundy's kid, a freshman, is the backup. I just don't see it. Kansas needs this game to go uh, bowling this year. They're at five wins, six is bowl eligibility. Um, are they still a pick? It, it, they're minus one, yeah. Minus one, yeah. I, I think Kansas is going to win this game, so I, I like the Jayhawks. Nice. What do you think about this Kentucky-Mizzou matchup? The line's kind of been hovering around mm-hmm. one to two and a half, something like that. Like, both teams are sort of been a little, I guess, inconsistent. Like, hard to know how really good they are in terms of their upside. They've had some great moments, some sort of down moments. Uh, well, who do you like in this game? Uh, I bet the under early in the week, and it's I been like, like one-way trap. Yeah, it's been it's down through the key number of 41, so I wouldn't like bet that as confidently as I did. Uh, the more I think about it, though, the more I kind of lean towards the Kentucky side if I were to take side. Um, I know the offense has been underwhelming, and Will Levis, I never really bought into the draft type, and it seems like everyone's catching up to it. Um, I just I trust their offense a little bit more with Chris Rodriguez, and you know this was a team that this is a rare spot for them. And this is a rare spot for Missouri where they're now expected to win the game against a quality Kentucky team, kind of a change in expectation. They won last week as an underdog. Now they're basically being, I they're basically told like, you have to win the game to cash your bet. I don't know if I trust the Missouri team that much, but I think it's gonna be a really, really gross game. I'm going to try and not have it on my television and just see the scores like 21, 17, somebody. And I hit my under. Hey, really quick, Reed. Wake Forest, NC State. That's down to three, actually. Wake Forest, three-point favorites on the road. Sam Hartman threw up all over himself last week. Yeah, he did. Eight turnovers in that game. <laughs> it was just brutal. But do you think this is a good buy-low spot for Wake Forest? I know NC State now. Uh, well, obviously, they're without Devin Leary, but now they're playing the true freshman who's much better than mm-hmm. the backup quarterback they rolled out. I mean, that was a tough watch, man. I don't like Dave Doran at all. I think this is a good spot for Wake Forest, but I was a little surprised to see the number go down. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I, I like the Wake side as well. I played them. Um, I played their money line in another money line parlay with Washington um, with Washington State, so like a plus money parlay. But now it's down to three. I would definitely that's a buy point for me on Wake. I make them like closer to five and a half point favorites. I think that I watched that game against Louisville. The turnovers were crazy, and I think that's kind of an aberration. I wouldn't let that affect uh, your handicap on this game. That's kind of like an outlier. And yeah. you look at Wake, the last three years, if I'm not mistaken, they've scored 40 or more points each time against NC State. And I know it's the freshman came in last week and kind of had them rally against Virginia Tech, but now there's a week of film on him. He came in as a backup. It kind of works a little bit better for a freshman like that. Full week of prep, I think you see Wake Forest kind of uh, get some, not revenge on NC State necessarily, but just you know get this game back. So I, I like Wake Forest to win this one going away. NC State's offense is still a problem. Reed, we got about two minutes left. Real quick on the college football slate, if you had to pick a money line outright dog, who would you take this week? And why is it Notre oh Dame? God, no, I'm just kidding. On the spot. <laughs> uh, hold on one second. I will tell you an underdog that I like as I, I got to go through all the bets now. Uh, oh, oh, this Iowa. 
Iowa yeah. shirt. Yeah. Um, sorry, I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's a Friday night, and this is on a spur of the moment here, so I'm trying to pull it up off the top. But I like Iowa to win this game outright. I think that, one, the weather is going to be terrible in West Lafayette, like 50-mile-an-hour yeah, gusts, mm-hmm. and that really helps an Iowa team that can't throw the ball. Spencer Petras is terrible. They're better off just running it. And you think about Purdue, they throw the ball at the sixth highest rate in the entire country. So you can't really throw the ball downfield. How is that going to help their offense? They can't run the ball. So I trust Iowa's uh, sturdy defense and also Purdue's, off, uh, Purdue's defense. About 26 or more in six to seven FBS games this year. Like maybe Iowa could push this one into the high teens, low 20s, and that's enough to win this game. So um, I think the Hawkeyes win this one outright. Love it. Good stuff, Reed. Thanks so much for popping out, man. Uh, hopefully things get better for the Nets here soon. Yeah, they time. probably won't, but I appreciate it, guys. Good luck <laughs> Have a great weekend, man.